people. What up, though? We back again and again and again. Episode 3, All Black Men Need Therapy. My name is Chief. This is Bell. My partner. We hope y'all still tuning in with us. Anyways, we're going to jump right into it. So last week, we went through some... Well, happy Father's Day. True. Happy Father's Day, my guy. Happy Father's Day, Chief. I appreciate, appreciate it. it. You know what I'm saying? My man got a, a, a new a new album just dropped. What? <laughs> <laughs> yes. April 30th, right? April 29th? 29th. April 29th. New album just dropped. You know what I mean? See Weezy Jr. Jr. <laughs> Junior Junior. <laughs> Sammy Davis Jr. Junior Junior. <laughs> Anyways, y'all, we hope y'all still rocking with us, man. We are episode three. Today's topic is fatherhood, but we're going to jump into a little bit of what we thought about last week's episode in terms of the aftermath of it all. Obviously, we ran into some technical difficulties. If you're watching the episodes, you'll see the difference in the audio. We try to make the audio I mean, a little bit more clean because those are on you know the platforms and whatnot. We just put the, the visual up for you know for aesthetic house. purposes and ha-ha's <clears throat> so you can kind of get a feel for what it's like while we're down here. But even if they're listening to the, uh, the audio, they can, it's still a difference. So... you. Humble beginnings, guys. Humble beginnings. Humble, very humble beginnings. I mean, we, we are clearly not the most technologically savvy individuals, but uh, we, we make it do. We're figuring it out as we go. And like we said, you know, this that's what this uh, platform and this podcast is about. Authent bringing our authentic selves and letting you know that, uh, you know, we mess up too. <laughs> Just We're like y'all. Play us fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna grow together. <laughs> yeah. So... Again, I we I hope we're I hope that by this point, by the time this one comes out, you guys have been in our emails and like let us know what you guys think, what we should talk about, and get into some good stuff. By at, at this yeah, because we technically technically haven't released the first two yet. Like they're they're on there, but we haven't told anybody yet. Right, so, right, right. So yeah, by the time this comes out, yeah, with people would have been listening. To, at least seven people. Would have At been least listening. seven people who have been by listening. Then. My mama gonna listen. She called it an iPod today. When you and Chris filming your next iPod? And my mom was like, "So, so tell tell me about this podcast. Is is it a talk show? I'm like, basically, it's a talk show. She's like, but y'all on TV, right? I'm like, not necessarily. Not necessarily. Yeah, yeah, but we but we on TV. Then my my, my dad was like, hey, hey you you got to talk about favorites. Talk talk about when. Your mama favorite somebody, cause cause mama favorite Ricky, and he's in. I'm like, alright, dad. Curtis is we we can talk about that some other time. His he's dad like, is the only person I know with seven different names. Word, and 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 two social security numbers while you bullshit. <laughs> he got he, when he got his passport. I called him. I was like, yeah, dad came in, but they said you could only fly domestic. <laughs> But yeah, we uh this was actually uh people for those following us, we um we initially said that we uh, the first episode we said we weren't going to release yet, but due to recent events, we decided to move it up and um still our, mad, I'm still mad we haven't had that conversation yet though. Like due to the recent events or something, we should have definitely jumped on, but we got, I understand it's an emotional thing. Yeah, I mean we could we could uh, I mean, we could call the audible and make it the next episode. Like, you that's know, that's what that's what we'll do. We can we could do that. That's, that's fine. Um so yeah, so we wanted to uh, initially release on Father's Day and say thank you, you know, and uh, and Happy Father's Day to to all the fathers because, you know, we're gonna talk about it a little bit more, but you and I both know we don't always get the most uh, desirable rep. We don't always have the most desirable reputation. Uh, some of it's warranted, in my opinion. Most of it's not. Um, 
I know we I, I, as in black fathers. Correct. Okay. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I think people can use the context clues. No, this I, is I, all, I hear that, all black men. But we yeah, that's you and I in particular. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, our experiences today was going to be about you and I, but I think as a whole, black fathers in general, I don't feel we get the credit we deserve. I feel, I, I feel that single moms and like striving moms always get put up on like a high pedestal as they should right, right? I'm not Deserved, taking it, I'm not, deservedly so yeah I'm not taking anything away from them however I feel sometimes in co-parenting situations dads are holding or pulling as much as a weight sometimes maybe even more and it's kind of like an expectation right but right. when when I, I personally feel sometimes you know we don't get our just due but I'll get into that in a little bit so how do you feel about women thinking claiming believing they should give they should be given a happy father's day child because i've seen a lot of that going on social media yeah i think that's ego like i don't personally subscribe to that right like, like i'm my, not i'm not looking for a shout on mother's day no i'm not either you know and, and some people say happy mother's day to me and i'll get into that but you know i don't necessarily Say thank you. Uh, I say thank you, but I'm not like looking for it. You know what I mean? Like, right, right like I'm not like boasting. Like, yeah, I, I, this is I'm celebrating today too. I'm not saying that you know some of the single moms go out intentionally to celebrate Father's Day, but I guess some of them do. If not, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Very much so true. However, with without taking any credit from the mom, the single moms out there who are doing it all alone and by themselves, there's still the essence of dad, of man, of us saying that. Although you are a, fi a, a, a fundamentally sound, just wonderful mom all around, you still can't be a father. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't, there's just certain things that you need that. But, for. you know, one million percent agree. And I think sometimes the misconception is that they can. And and I get the empowerment. I get, like, the, um, the will to win. I understand all of that. But I think, and not always, but I think in certain cases... Essentially, it could potentially block blessings, right? Like if you like, hey, I'm 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 the man and the woman, I'm the the mom and the dad. I, I can do it all myself. Then you potentially potentially miss out on an opportunity where somebody's willing to step in and pick True. up the slack. True, you know what I mean, and, and be the actual father figure. You know, they may not be the actual dad, but they can be the father figure and at least the example, potentially. I mean, and that, that does make it tough because I've I've personally encountered some women who are, you know, the I'm every woman, strong black woman mm -hmm. and so on and so forth. And it's just like they have grown so accustomed to doing those things that it's, like you said, it's very, second nature. It's yeah, second nature and it's yeah. very difficult to relinquish that when they have a man come yeah, and, and, and I got it. And I get both sides, right? Like you got to be everything for your child and when the situation arises but i think sometimes men too we have to be okay like letting that guard down you know what i'm saying to let somebody else in without a doubt and that's that's a struggle i've had for for the longest time right personally right. just letting that guard down the you know i'm, I'm always I, my favorite line is i'll figure it out no matter what it is right. i'll figure it out i'll get it done yeah and unfortunately we be trying to do that when somebody shows up that actually had it that actually is the Resolution, right. just figuring it out, right. but we can't see right. it. You know what right. I'm saying? It's probably why my black guys are still single. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but I'm working on it. I'm here. This is why I'm here. Hey, I told you that right I'm now. I'm a therapist, y'all. Speaking of that, um, I'm kind of going off script a little bit, but I've 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 uh, had my second 
meeting with uh with Deborah, my 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 new, okay. my new therapist. Yeah. Now, do you think it makes a difference if your therapist was male or female? So, For dude, so check this out. So, I, full transparency, I wanted a black woman or black man to be my therapist, uh-huh. my new one, and I talked to Ray Wilson. Okay. And I, shout out to D twelve, D thirteen, D thirteen. Excuse me. <laughs> um, D thirteen. I um, I asked him for recommendation. You know, okay. he's a licensed cl- clinician and everything. And uh, and, I, and my bad, Ray. If you listen, I don't want to. I don't know exactly what your title is. I know you got a bunch of letters by your name. <laughs> but um, uh, I, I what I said is like, yo, I said, like, give me a black person that you can recommend. And I said, because I was like, I don't want this old white man trying to help me understand, you know, or trying to understand, like, my blackness, basically. Right, right. And he made a very good point. He was like, he was like, bro, don't dismiss that older person, that older white person's experience. He's like, they could potentially have more, not necessarily knowledge, but black experience than you just by based on their age. Right. Right. He's like right. just just in terms of what they've been exposed to, the type of practice that they have, things like that. And I'm like, you know what, Ray? I'll give you that. So I again, I open myself up to to twofold. This is twofold. I open myself up to it, and, and secondly, there weren't a lot of options of people of color in my for what I was looking to get accomplished. So is Deborah a woman of color? No, Deborah's white from Vermont. Oh, okay. Well, she's okay. actually she's actually Canadian, and she uh, grew up in New Hampshire or lived in New Hampshire, Vermont, one of them two. So, but the cool thing about her is she's um she gets it, man. At least in the last two episodes, last two uh, meetings I had, uh, she's because you know I'm I'm on guard because you know you guys old white woman, but I'm like she said a couple of things to me. I'm like, okay, Deborah. So, you know, so she told you you got a lot of shit fucked up in your life. Nah, she's she she basically. First of all, I'm your therapist. You're not about, <laughs> we're not, we're not about to do this right now. We're not about to go all the way off script. No, she's good. I'll, maybe we'll put an episode together about uh, how my therapy's going versus your therapy. We can do that. Okay, bet we could definitely do that. Um, but yeah, so today's about fatherhood. So we wanted to, um, you know, kind of talk about our experiences as dads. And um, give you guys a little background on our dynamic with our children, um, and we'll even tap in a little bit to the uh, the dynamic between us and our and our child's mother, um, mothers. Correct. Yeah, we both got baby moms. First of all, I don't even. That's one thing I I, I refuse. I don't use that term. I don't either. I don't. I, it's my my kid's mother, my son's mother, my daughter's mother. I just I don't know why I, I'm really biased to that, or like opposed to that. Baby daddy stuff like I'm. Yeah, I, nah, 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 I, I, I don't my ever, damn don't father. ever call me don't, a baby yeah, don't, daddy. You know what yeah. I mean, don't do that. Don't ever call me a baby so daddy. So yeah. I, I don't refer to them as that. So it, it's. I mean, it's like a an urban colloquialism, if you will. You know what I'm saying? Behind so philosopher ass <laughs> over here. There, there SAT word, baby. Anyways, so but yeah, I mean that's what you know you do in the hood. You call baby mama, baby daddy. But I just I refuse to be labeled a baby daddy. I'm a damn good father. Mm-hmm. Period. Speaking of which, tell the people. Uh, how many of them things you got? Word. So, I got four of them things. One adopted from last year and three of my own. Nine, six, and one and a half. And it's an abundance of fun. I love every bit of being a father. It's the dopest shit on earth. I don't really find it 
very difficult. You know, people like have been really complaining about being home, right. having a having a home school and yada. I'm like, yo, this is light work to me. Like, I love being around my kids, so that was like a breeze. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, you also work in the school system, so you weren't trying to work. Yeah, and, but and even a lot of too. a lot of teachers are like, yo, just being at home with you, like you're, you're home with your kids, like some, yeah. some and you're a teacher, right? <laughs> and you're a teacher. Some people are at home, like yo, I like I can't stand these little motherfuckers. Yeah, like, no, you know what I'm I know. So, one thing I will say from this is uh. A lot of teach or teachers in general were finally getting their just due from their parents, right. from from the kids' right. parents. Right. Yeah, right. like Absolutely. really appreciating and respecting what they do mm-hmm. on a day on a daily basis. For sure, but yeah. So I got three of my own and one adopted. Uh, big baby, we call him. Big baby is I'm six two two fifty. Big baby six four three fifteen. Yeah. At say just turned seventeen. He's a uh, just had, you know, the stereotypical inner city troubled past, man. And um, he, uh, so I'll give him a story of Big Baby real quick. Uh-huh. Big Baby, I met Big Baby three years ago. He was one of my students. He was in the hall getting in trouble. Security brought him to my office and he came in with this whole, I mean, at then he was 14, six feet, like 280. Yeah, he was small. You know what I'm saying? And so he was just a bully. So he comes into my office and he's like, just trying to talk tough. And I'm looking at him like, yo, I don't know who you think you're talking to or who you think you are or who you think I am that you can talk to me that way, but it's not going to happen. And most kids have that 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 part where they want to go back and forth. Mm-hmm. They want to debate. They want to argue. Big baby sat up straight in his chair like, I apologize, sir. And most kids don't have that switch. So at that point right there, I knew this kid just needed some discipline, needed, needed somebody he couldn't walk over. All right. You know what I'm saying? So... Or he has multiple personalities. Or that too. <laughs> <laughs> or that too. He can have his ass. We can bring his ass on the couch next week. You know what I'm saying? So, Big Baby Big Baby was, uh, I had talked to him. He's like, you're going to spam me. I'm like, I don't even like. I, this first, I don't even know you, kid. Let's, how about we introduce one another? You guys right. know each other, blah, blah, blah. So I talked to him, sent him back to class. Three days later, he slapped fire off somebody in the hallway. I'm talking about slapped fire off somebody. And then was like telling me he didn't do it. So now it's like I, 113 cameras right, in that So school. I go down, I was downstairs. Of course, he did it right under the camera. I'm like, yo, why would you lie to me? Have some integrity. And he apologized. I'm like, yo, don't do me like that. So I just, I, I, I cultivated a relationship with him, and then he got transferred out. I'm like, yo, I, I normally don't do this, but something about me says you might need my help. Take my number. If anything happens, let me know. So maybe like six months later, he text me, like, I'm at this school now. I'm living with my grandmother, blah, blah, blah. Six months after that, I'm at this school now, living with my aunt, blah, blah, blah. I'm at this school now, living with my brother. That's crazy. And then one day he texts me in like February. It's February, like February 4th in Connecticut. That's four degrees outside. And he was like, Coach, I slept at the bus stop last night. And I'm just like, what? I'm like, come to the crib. I'm not going to let you sleep outside. Right. So he came to the crib and uh, uh, that was on a Friday night. He stayed till Monday. I'm like, Monday, you, I got to go to work. You got to go to school. So he was going to school, maybe like in West Hartford. Mm-hmm. He was going to school like maybe like 15 minutes from the crib. He got on the city bus, woke up at five, got on the city bus, went to school. And for like three weeks... I just, he did the same thing. He got up every morning, took the bus, and I went to go check on him, and he was, like, shocked. I was at his school. I'm like, yo, no one's ever come to check up on you in school? He's like, no. He started to pull it. He went from all Fs to, like, Cs are better. And he's like, can you adopt me? And I'm like, uh, fuck no. <laughs> like, no. But then he's like, well, since, since you know, I'm, I'm just so tired of getting up in the morning, can I, if I do well, can you at least transfer me to the high school? So I transferred him over to the high. I was like, yeah, if you do this, this, and this, I'll transfer you over. So he did, he did what I asked him to do. I transferred him over. He, um... They asked me again, will you will you adopt me? Uh, hell no. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, if if you do, if you get finish this semester going to school every day and get straight A's, we can talk about it. He went to school every day, got straight A's. 
That's what's so up. So I'm like, yo, I, I, all right, let's, you know, I'll do it. Don't, don't make me. A, I, I, and it's crazy because I don't. I mean, I know him, but I obviously, you know, I know him that well. <laughs> what's, I know him, but, but I don't, I don't know. know. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, yo, like, just do me a favor and don't ever make me have to choose between you and my kids because you know you'll never win. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Or shoot and, your big ass, right? Or and I'm, I told him that too. Like I'm not, I'm not about to like, like if I have to discipline you and try to put my hands on you, I'm just gonna beat you up and then kick you out. Now, so that's twice. You know, you got beat up and nowhere to live. So right. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Right. So yeah. So that's my story of Big Baby. But my, I have when people ask me, you know, like I said in the last one, my kids, they're just they're like amazing humans. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm happy to be their dad and happy that them little youngins belong to me. That's what's up. Yeah, I can attest to that. You do got some really, really good kids. Right. So on his behalf, let me th let me just open the door with this one. Brother had a child that fit in. So can I tell my story? Fit in. <laughs> Go ahead. Tell it. <laughs> All right. So as Chief just mentioned, I have two children with a 23-year age gap between them. That is insane. So um, so my daughter's 23, um, and my son is eight weeks tomorrow eight weeks tomorrow um and yeah so my daughter's awesome like and i'll get to this too but i i've, I've had custody of my daughter since she was four something like that i've had custody since she was four um so i back when we was <clears throat> keeping the bed up with paint cans <laughs> yeah humble beginnings humble, humble beginnings. beginnings um yeah so i, I had custody since she was four and I don't know how much I'll get into that story today, but we'll see where, where the uh, the conversation goes. But she's phenomenal. She graduated from the University of Connecticut. Shout out to Shug. Last year. Um, she's just she's just me. Like, she's just a female version of me. Her, she her sarcasm. She very much so. Like, her, her, her wittiness is just the same. Um, but, yeah, like, I, I used to always tell people, like, she's just a good kid. Like, I don't... She is. I don't really... <laughs> she is. Like, it... it it's interesting in parenting, and I'll speak for, for maybe young parents, maybe, or just myself, but there was a period where, like, if she would do something that remotely resembled something that I would do, I immediately went to, like, negative town. When really, what I realized is, like, yo, she's not you. Like, she's not right. doing that same bullshit you were doing. Like, she's actually a good kid. So, so yeah, so my daughter... Um, it's phenomenal. She's uh, was at the beach today, living her best uh, uh, COVID laid off life. Um, <clears throat> and my son had a son uh, eight weeks ago. That dude is dope. That dude is really, really dope. What's it? What's it like for you now? Because obviously, I mean, you were so young at that time. Yeah. You didn't really get a chance to obviously. If I knew then what I know now, type thing. Yeah. So you you didn't really get a chance to. Like you grew up with your daughter. Yeah, you yeah, know what I'm fifteen years apart. So yeah, no, that's that's a good um segue. Um, yeah, my my first my uh, first experience having a, a child was night and day compared to my second experience. So my first experience, obviously, I was fifteen. I didn't. I wasn't planning on having a child. I was just, as my as my grandmother would say, you just manish. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I was just out there running around and, you know, for no other reason. It wasn't really like I didn't, I had a great family life. Like, it wasn't nothing like that. I was just, you know, I was light-skinned and, uh, and I was, and I, and I was, and we was in back then, you know, so. 
No, and uh, and I was just messing around, and and then uh, my daughter's mother got pregnant, and at fifteen, you know, I'm naive. I'm thinking I'm going to the NBA. Now, mind you, I'm at the time I would have been a six-two uh, big man because I didn't have any ball dribbling experience, or yeah, ball dribbling experience really at that point. But I could jump out the gym, so I always played the post. So definitely that, could jump out the gym. But that wasn't really a reality. But that was my reality. You know what I'm saying? So I, so my first thought when I found out my daughter's mother was pregnant was like dismay. You know, I was ashamed. I was depressed. I was, I was all that because I looked at it like I got a, my life's over. Like that's basically how I looked at it. And, um, and I carried that the whole pregnancy. You and know? then he went on to win Oprah win for youth of the year, but that's another topic. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so that was that was my first experience. It was just you know, and that, the other thing is, I I didn't even tell my mom. My girlfriend at the time told my mom, and that was just a whole. Well, I'm glad she did because I might not have told it till my daughter was born. Um, so that kind of worked out. Um, and then my second experience, man. Well, two things. One, my first time around, I told myself that, and nobody believed me. I mean, you start off at 15, they think you're gonna have a gang of kids, but. My first experience, I said, I'm not, after Brown was born, I said, I'm not going to have another child out of wedlock. That's That was my commitment I made to myself. Um, I had some close calls, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I had no kids, no more kids. So, um, so, yeah, so this time around, I felt good. Like, it was a complete opposite. I felt prideful. Like, I was empowered. Like, I... Um, I I felt good about like the future of my child because I could see it. I could more importantly I could plan it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I had like my life is like I already know where my life is going, so it allowed me to make room to to plan his life. Whereas when I was fifteen, I didn't know where my life was going. So like, how the hell am I gonna plan another human's life? Right. Um, and then my wife is phenomenal, so I'm like, you know, she the one she's smart as hell, so the kid's gonna have some brains. Um, which, you know, depending on who I had it with, you know, wouldn't be uh, guaranteed. You know, like I, I'm not a brainiac. You know, I, I do I do all my thing in school, but I, I was more of an athlete. So I uh, and my, my my wife's an attorney. So for me, I'm like, well, he's gonna be good no matter Shug, what. Sure came out. I mean, Sugar's was yeah, because her, her mom's smart too. Like okay. she just makes horrible choices. No but yeah, but her her mom's smart. I, I don't want to, I'm, I'm doing the opposite of you. You give yourself too much credit for your education <laughs> and I'm kind of downplaying mine. Like I'm, I'm, I'm definitely not a dumb dude, but, um, but I, I'll be the first to tell you that my wife is, she's, she got to put it this way. I got a full athletic scholarship. She got a full academic scholarship. Right. So she didn't pay for college either. So anyway, again, I just felt good. I'm like, man, this, this kid's going to be good. Like he's going to, it'd be up to him. Like I, it won't be. His progress will not be because, of, or his uh, lack of progress will not be because of me. So that was a completely contrasting okay. um, experience. What about you, man? What was it like for you? That, when so you have your first I remember, shot? I remember, I was in Atlanta at the time. It was it was two years after Peanut had passed, and um, I say passed like he did. Two years after my brother was murdered, but um, I was at I was in Atlanta. At a car dealer, I had remember the remember how you sit by when you was little, sitting in the hood in the car drive. But that's my car. 
that's my car. It was a Lexus. And I'll never forget, like, I want one when I get older. So I went to the Lexus dealership. I happened to drive by it. And I went to the dealership. And uh, MJ's mom sent me sent me the little, what's it called, the little birth control, the pregnancy, pregnancy test. test. And I remember doing, like, Martin, like, running around, woo, woo, woo. Like, I'll tell you, I was screaming, running around. I, I was so happy. And the dude, the dude who was selling me my car name was King. And I was like, I promise you, if I have a, if I have a boy, I'm going to name him King just because of you. But I had a girl. Nevertheless, I remember being so overwhelmingly happy. Like, my goal in life was essentially, like, I knew when I had a kid, I was going to be just, just the greatest father ever. Like, I was just, I've always wanted, like, a big family, you know what I'm saying? So, when I found out I was having a kid, it was, it, I was jumping with joy. And I was 31 when I had my first, you know what I'm saying? So, I was well into my career. Yeah. Had a little money saved up, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So, you were, a, you were a real adult. Well, for, for real, real yeah. though, yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it was, it was, it was super dope, man. Like super, super dope. I was, I'm, to this day, I'm like just jumping with joy. I look at her now, and like I was telling Dwayne on the way here, like I asked her something the other day, and she hit me with like the real big girl answer. So she's like, yo, like where did this? Like remember when I like her, her, her legs and butt fit in the palm of my hand, and yeah. now she's like, <laughs> you know, I'm eating sushi with me. Like that's crazy. She's just bugged out. So yeah, that's my uh, my first story. And then, yeah, man. The boys are just. You know, they just add to the glory, I guess. Yeah, that's so you done. I'm done. Really? What do you want me to talk about? I know you done with kids. No, I wouldn't like to be. I want. I I want more. So I'm figuring like this. I will meet a woman who either has kids, or wants kids. I got kids. a Brady bunch if she got. If she, I, I, but I'm with it though. Yeah. Like I'm. I'm. Just, you know, I'm just really good with kids. Like every job I've ever had in my life outside of what I'm doing now has been with kids. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, Everything. Right. From Camp Current to the Rock Cat Stadium to the High in Klingberg, the Family Center. Like yeah. It's all been with kids. You know what I'm saying? I don't so, know if I want more. Really? I mean, uh, I mean, if it happened, I'm not. You know, like it's, I'm, I'm cool. I'm happy if it happens. I, I, I would love a gang. I always said I wanted six. I, I, I said I wanted four boys. That's what I said. But I got they a girl. cost you damn much. They bro. do. They're hella expensive. I got a girl. I just went and bought a basketball hoop and getting the yard paved this weekend. Like it's a lot going on. But yeah. But um, I I think I something like six maybe, you know what I mean? I got essentially four now with big baby. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, but for, big baby about to be an adult in a true. few years. Not yeah. that you, not that you wouldn't still be responsible, but you're not you're not gonna be nah, as yeah. responsible as you would for infant. You know nah, what I'm saying? For sure. Now I would definitely like to have more kids for sure. I mean I love children, so so if I just if I find someone with kids, that'll be dope. If not, then she just gotta love kids. You know what I'm saying? Have a passion for them. So speaking of, I got a gang of right. <laughs> so speaking of your, uh, her having, gotta have another having to love kids. Mm -hmm. How was your experience with? Well, let me back this up. I, that was a terrible segue. Probably gonna edit that out. But um, <laughs> one thing I realized in having my first child, and um, probably realize this this time around too. Or not realize this is probably gonna come up this time around too. I made this statement again. I was like 15. I probably made it for the first time. I was like 18, and the statement was, "There's no one on the planet that can get you more infuriated than your child's mother." Oh, without a doubt. I mean, I so <clears throat> I went through the bitter breakup blues. Mm. So in having a child in the midst of that, it can't. It, it you know, people who know it, you can't go through. You can't get no worse. Right, right. <laughs> worse. It's the worstest. It's the worstest. You know what I'm saying? So I went through that. 
but shout outs to the moms. They're they're awesome people. They take great care of my kids. We have we have a very amicable working relationship for the kids, co-parent relationship. So shout out to them because they they take care of my babies. I mean, we had our we had our quarrels and whatnot. And I and I and I'm going I'm going to attest to it. A lot of it being my immaturity and my inability to to process or to work through these ten, to the tense moments without without tension, without drama. You know what I'm saying? I was quick to to snap. They say and I was just quick to to snap and. I gotta own my stuff, and what I've learned is too. Like I've, I, I stopped. I don't want to say speaking ill of them, but anytime somebody would ask, I would go down a rabbit hole of what ain't right, what ain't mm. good. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's so maturity, though. It is, it, and, it's, yeah. and I've grown in ways that that you know. Whenever people ask, and like they, they say, like, "What? Well, why did you guys work out?" Like, I made my mistakes. I, I take the I take the onus all on me now. I don't I don't bad mouth them at all anymore ever. And it wasn't like I was out there shitting on them, but it was just like. I was telling them. You wasn't like, saying anything positive. Right, I wasn't saying anything positive. So yeah. now I'm, I'm feeding positivity to anybody who asked me. And I, and I own it. Like, it was me. I made the mistakes. It was on me. I own it. I eat it. I've learned. I've grown from it. And I've become a better man and a better, fa a better father for it. Like my kids, my kids know the love I have for them. And I make it a point to to show them as much peace and, 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 and calmness around their mom so they don't see that there ever was any tension or right. any beef or any drama. Because other than that, it's still their mom. Right. At the yeah. end of the day, it's still their mom. And my kids, again, they know that I love them. They know their mom loves them. And they understand that there's, because they're so young, they un it's always, it's now it's kind of like there's mommy's house and there's daddy's house. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So that's just the way it is. And, and, <clears throat> and I'm cool with it. But you're right. Can't know how to get you more infuriated than... The yeah. mothers of your child. And I know you in particular, being that you've had custody since she was four. Right. So it's it's a. Uh... It's interesting, man, because <clears throat> nobody ever asked me about her mom. Well, I sh I shouldn't say they don't ask me. Maybe you know what? It's probably been so long they just stopped asking. I that's mean, that's she, that's, she, that's what it is. Because Sugar's an adult now. She you know, yeah she's yeah twenty three. So those conversations stopped a long time ago. Um, one thing I'll say, I've never. I've, People, one could argue that I had every right to. I've never bad mouthed her mom to her. No, I've never done that. Like I've never. No, no. I'm not saying you done. No. I, I, I've never. I've never done that. <clears throat> um, more often than not, believe it or not, <clears throat> people coming to me with some of the stuff that they've witnessed yeah. or heard or experienced yeah. with her and stuff like that. But yeah, I, I don't. My 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 experience the first time around was. You know what's interesting too, man. I never talk about her, ever. I don't like, either anymore. Like I'm, I'm talking about anymore. in general, like, <clears throat> like I just don't. Like, well, one, last year was the first time I spoke to her. 2019 was last year. Yeah, in ten years. That's crazy. That's the other thing. That's crazy. That's a, that was the first conversation I had with her in ten years. So there's really nothing to talk about. So you know, like my daughter's straight, and and then that's that. That's so. kind of how I feel like when 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 you ask me about my pop, like I'm straight, like you know, right. ain't really nothing to talk about. Yeah. Like, you know what I thought? Notice, though? Remember how I said that in in all of my poetry, like there's always a speckle of my daddy wasn't there, blah blah blah. Yeah. In these three episodes, there have been moments of me reflecting on that. Like I really think you've like, literally brought your dad up every single episode. Well, that's been it's it's transitioned into that conversation, but nevertheless, like mm, you brought it up. Whatever. Either way, like your boy got like for real daddy issues, fam. Well that's why I'm here, man. <laughs> Get out of here. Talk to therapist Bell, bro. I got you, man. Yeah, so I like I so that's that's like I I, I was editing the the, the um, podcast and I'm just like, yo, 
You got issues, bro. You need to iron that out. You need a hug or something, like, for real. This is interesting, man, because, and I didn't think about this just now, like, fatherhood is actually, was the actual catalyst to, to get us here. Right, right. That, that, talk, right. that was, because uh, yeah. the next, my next question was going to be, um, how does how you were raised show up in your parenting? And that was a perfect example of the basketball right. game. You right. want to tell the story? Do you yeah. remember? Yes, I do remember. So that was when MJ hurt her hand. So my daughter, yeah, finger my daughter was like playing during her basketball league. She was playing and she went to slap the ball out <clears> of somebody's hand and like what it, it what appeared to be like jammed her fingers. And then she's like shaking her hand on the court and whatnot. And then she finishes the game with the with her with her fingers swollen and whatnot. And then the next day, you know, we had to take her to the doctor. They were still swollen. She couldn't move them. Come to find out, she broke two of her fingers. And for me, I'm sitting there going, yo, like I'm so like I'm proud of her for <clears throat> toughing it out and 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 finishing the game. But anybody else would be like, yo, let's go. We gotta get you know what I'm saying? We gotta get you out of here. But I think that's just how I was raised. You gotta you, you raised to, to tough it out, to thug it out and, and right. be tough. And it's crazy because the the there's like a there's an irony in how I raise my kids. Like I'm a lot more tough on my daughter. And a lot more emotional and loving with my boys. Like it's really weird. Like I'm, mm. like I'm teaching, like I'm teaching MJ to be tough, but the boys, I'm like, I'm giving all type of love and, and, and yeah, and teaching yeah. them. So it's, it's cr and it's not like intentional. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's just like you raise daughters to be tough, and I, I guess you naturally expect your boys to be tough. So you got to teach them to be sensitive, if you will. You know right. What I'm saying? So right, you figure that the world's gonna be tough enough with them, and they may give the women, I guess. It may handle them differently, if right. you will. You know what right. I mean? So I was listening to, I was telling Dwayne again on the way up here. Shout out to Dwayne Baggers, WD Entertainment, right? Mm -hmm. Boom, look him up. Nevertheless, I was telling him about something. I was, it was either it was either a podcast or a, a lecture <clears throat> I was at, and the dude was like, "The one of the best things you can do in raising children is teaching them to be empathetic." Mm. And I'm just like, "Yo, like I I've done that in." not even realize or known how I've done that. And I was giving him a story about MJ. Quick story for y'all. My daughter was in kindergarten. She was like four and a half years old. And I was bringing her to school one day. And she was like, Daddy, we got to go to the store and get some flowers. And I'm like, I'm not going to the store and get no flowers today. And we start driving. And she's like, Daddy, we got to go. I'm like, I'll get them after school. And she's like, no, we got to go now. And, and then she starts crying. And I'm like, that's not my daughter. That's not what she does. You know what I'm saying? So I just I just take a take a right turn, go to the gas station, I grab some roses, give them to her, and she she fixes her face, she smiles, and I'm like, babe, why why did I have to get you these flowers? She's like, because I wanted them to bring them to I'm gonna change her name for the purpose of the thing. So I wanted to bring them to Susie because you're a terrorist, I want to make her feel better. Susie's a little Muslim girl in her class. Mm. She's four. So this little kid's parents is teaching him about whatever. They teach him right. about, you know what I'm saying? So he comes in and calls his little Muslim girl a terrorist and MJ felt so bad she wanted to make this little girl smile. That's crazy. And I'm just like, yo, I'm doing something right. I don't know how no. it got here, but for a four year old girl <clears throat> to be so empathetic she wants to make this girl smile. Definitely doing better than <laughs> word. 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 That's crazy. Um that's that's a ill story. I don't know the kid's name was. either way, go ahead. Yeah. For all intents and purposes. Right. And his parents are punks. Might <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but just to go back with the with the finger story, um, that's how it just started. And you, uh, when we were talking, you were like, "Man, basically, like she's a G. MJ's a G." Right. And I'm like, "Yeah, but she's nine or however old she was at the time." And I'm like, 
He's like, yeah, I know. You were like, yeah, I know. She's G. And I'm like, yeah, but, like, it's okay. Like, <laughs> like her fingers were broken. Like, if she didn't go back in the game, bro, like, that was okay. But it wasn't really my choice. Like, it was hers. She wanted to stay in the game. No, I know. But then that's, again, this is where we got to. So what made her get to that point where she felt like she needed to? Right? Like, again, I'm not, I'm not saying no, right. that something right or wrong. I'm mm -hmm. just saying, like, that's how, you know, like, for me, like, well, mainly later in my daughter's life where it's like I had to draw the line between like like hardships like that you wouldn't necessarily have to experience that I would have or you would have you know when we were growing up right. and then just being like okay am I gonna let her go through this hardship and learn this lesson or am I just gonna do it for her you know what I'm saying sure. so so that that was where for me I'm like I have to figure out the balance you know what right. I'm saying because it's going to get to a point when you got a 9, 10, 11, 12, probably up to like 12. There's not going to be too many things that where we are right now in our lives that they would want that we couldn't just get for them, right? Like, like they're not asking for a car. They're not asking for anything crazy. So it's like the most expensive thing probably be 150 bucks for the most part or a new game console or whatever. And it's like you want to, for me, I'm like, I need to be careful with allowing her to get these things mm -hmm. and then... And then allow and not allow her to learn a lesson. So like I'll tell you a story. So she was in high school and she was doing her pictures. And at the time, and again, this is another thing. Like I could have bought her a brand new car, but my aunt had like a, a, a truck that didn't have a lot of miles on it. So it was a Blazer. So I let her take that one instead. But the the thing is, the the gas handle didn't work. You know what I'm saying? But nothing new. But right, we had, right. Did, we had a car that didn't go in reverse for a long time. Yeah. You're pulling in all parking spots, <laughs> parking right in the front of driveways so nobody can get in front of you. Um, but the thing is, is like it wasn't like dangerous. Like she, like it would uh, start working when it got to like a quarter tank. So she knew when she had to get. What? Yeah, like it didn't work at all until it got to a quarter tank. So <laughs> if you didn't fill it up. Like it might get to a quarter take a lot faster, but uh, but otherwise it just like bounced all around. So, um, anyway, I had went to her room. She had went to her grandmother's that weekend, and she came back Sunday night. And I was asleep, and um, I, I, every morning before before I leave the door, I always go in the room until I have a good day. So we were talking for like probably fifteen minutes because I hadn't seen her all weekend. So we just kind of catching up briefly, like six something in the morning. And she told me she had pictures. I was like, all right, well, call me afterwards. I mean, how it goes. So she, I used to get on her about, like, dropping stuff on me when she knew about it for a day or two or, or a day or two ago or a week ago. Like, mm -hmm. don't just drop this on me right now when you had this information. So anyway, she calls me. I remember I'm leaving the client um, site. I'm getting in the car. And she's like, Dad, um... My gas, I don't have any gas. Can you give me, can you transfer some money into my account? I'm like, I talked to you for 15 minutes this morning. <laughs> like, I would have left you cash this morning. Like, why are we having this conversation now? Why do I have to stop doing what I'm doing? And I'm like, you know what? Fine. I'm going to give you some money. Go straight home. Go go to the house and go straight home. I'm not, I'm not dealing with you right now. So, I transfer the money. She goes to school for her pictures. She calls me. Dad, I left my outfit at home. 
I'm livid. I am livid. I said, listen. And uh, I said, I'm going to transfer. I probably filled the gas tank up, whatever it was. I said, I'm transferring $45 in your account. After these pictures, you don't come home unless you have 16 job applications. <laughs> Swear to God, true story. 16 job applications. I'm like, I'm not doing this with you. I'm not, gonna, I'm not about to keep funding your life. When she you... came home with 15 applications. Yeah, then, then she got a job the next day. <laughs> and she's been working ever since. You know what I'm saying? So like that, that, that's one of those things for me. It's like, yeah, I could have just gave her the money and was like, right, all right, well, right, you know, right, just right. drive safe, all that stuff. But that there was a lesson in it for me that needed to be learned because it, not for nothing, I felt like she was being lazy a little bit before she was about to run out of gas. So that was that just was the um, the the driver that I needed to get her going because like I don't know if she would have did it on her own. So and it worked out right. She she's always been employed and she does very well saving money. So it worked out. Um, sure. But that's that's the that's what I struggle with, and I know it's gonna be even worse for my little man because I'm just I'm I'm more of an adult now. You know what I'm saying like right. I'm in a better situation. Sure. Right. So right. it's right. Just, it's just. I was saying it's gonna be same, tough. I was saying the same thing today. I'm, I'm in the store with, with MJ. We're buying a basketball hoop or whatever, and I'm just like, oh, "You're spoiled." And I was like, and I blame your father. Like, <laughs> but I was talking to her, like, but I'm the father. Like, I was like, right. and I blame your father, like, because it's just. But that's, I mean, that's the goal as parents, though, to provide yeah. a life for them that we didn't have. But you know where else? Where else it shows up, bro? Is like we overcompensate. I'll speak for myself. Like being a single dad, I knew that she didn't have a mom around, so there'd be certain things that I would like kind of let slide or like let her get away with a little bit just right. because like I'm, I'm 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 cognizant that there's a huge piece of her life that's missing right no, you know no, what I'm no, saying no. she's sure gonna be like me on the podcast she's gonna have mommy issues like, no, like I got that, daddy issues that, you know what I'm saying that all came to a head man and maybe one day I'll have her on the show to talk about her experiences it's, it's not it's not much there to tell but dope. yeah that that came to a head and, and what I will say about that is she, because the someone coined the term a long time ago, daddy issues, she knew she wasn't going to have daddy issues, but mm -hmm. she never thought that she could potentially have mommy, mommy issues. issues. Right. Like, because right, she's right, never right. even that, thought about that. That's not something that's, that daddy right. issues is, is a norm. Right, yeah, right, Mommy right. issues isn't. You know, right. For sure. So, it's, it's, it's to, to, I guess, bend corner a little bit, like, mm -hmm. in terms of, of having that, Lack of parental, like I said, my kids' moms are there. Right. But we're in two different but households. But co-parenting. Right, we're co-parenting, so it's two yeah. different households. So there's things that, like, I have to, not to say deal with, but, you know, I, I'm not in their homes. I don't know how yeah. they do things in their homes. So it's, yeah, I'm not, it's like, regulated. I'm not, like, fixing things or or trying to repair whatever's going on in their mom's house, but I know it's, they can either get away with more than they, they do at my house or yep. they don't get away with things that they, you know what I'm saying, vice versa. Yeah, and, it's, and if nothing else, the, the bare bones minimum is different parenting styles, right? Right. Like, if nothing else, is different to par different right. parenting styles. And when you are co-parenting, it's a challenge because if you were together, the mom would have said something, you could have vetoed it, you right. know what I mean? Like right. real time in the moment. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I, and that, that was, again, like that was another motivating factor for me the second time around, I'm like, it was more than just being married. It was more for me, quite frankly, now that I think about it, giving my child what, what I had growing up. Right. You know what I mean? Like I said, 
my parents are still together after 36 or 37 years. Shout out to Black Love. They, they now disclaimer they, they they do separate every seven years. It's just something they shout do. out the black love. <laughs> <laughs> they they are still together. They still married. But um, but that was the thing. It's like, you know, I mean, you you just witnessed it upstairs. Like, she, she was. I, I put I put him down. I put my son down, and she, that's another thing. Just a sidebar. We're seeing the sleep coach, which. <laughs> What? Uh, yeah, it's what? like it's like white people stuff, man. What is a sleep coach? Yo, you got to talk to her, man. I, I'm, I'm like, yo, man, listen, man. Like, my mom was smoking Newports in my in my crib with me. Like, what we doing with a sleep coach, man? Like, we don't need those cools. Actually, she was smoking cools back then. That's funny. I'm like, we don't need no sleep coach. But anyway, like just now, like I put him down. He got a little fussy. And I was just gonna go in there and put him back down, but she wanted to take him out. You know what I'm saying? He, he, he barely two months. Nah, like, man, you gotta learn coach. him. You gotta learn him. Yeah, that, that's the thing. I didn't want to sleep coach. Like I don't even, I didn't even know what that was, man. It's, it's a coach for everything now. Like, so, if y'all haven't realized so, that. So peep my joy, sleep coach. I used to wake my. This is this is how I instilled the fear the fear of God in these kids. I bullshit you not. When my kids were from like three months to like six months, I would just walk in the room and be like, hey. And wake them up. They start crying, and then I pick them up and hold them and, and calm them down. And I swear to you, to this day, when Dad raises his voice, everything stops. PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> Can we have them on the next episode? <laughs> Clearly, they're scarred for Yo, life. Say what you want. Say what you want. But my kids, like I said, they're really good kids, and they listen. They could be in. The Nigga, that's not them. listening. That's fear, bro. Right. That's what how it's supposed to be. Fear see, and respect. Ah, oh, see, I don't. <laughs> See, fear and respect, bro. Fear, I don't want my kids. I mean, I, well, it's you know, it's so funny. Um, my daughter just got her hair done. Shut what? up, because you was scared as hell of pop. No, I know. I guess I turned out all right, but still, <laughs> man, like it was used to put the belt to my nose and say, "Smell it." <laughs> like, what is wrong with this man? No, yo? See, I've never. You I'm, never had a dad, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't even know why we're still talking about this. <laughs> no, I was going to say, I've never, had to, I've never had to threaten the belt with my kids, ever. Like, I, I, told, I was telling Dwayne, I popped my son and my daughter like when they were like two. I haven't had to get them since then. I used to thump. I used to thump her. That's what I used to do. That's um, funny. That's but, funny. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I forget. See, I forgot what I was even saying. Oh, the sleep coach. So yeah, anyway, when you're when you when you aren't co-parenting, it's an opportunity for you. When you are co-parenting, it's, it's not an opportunity for you to step in, you know, in real time. Where there may be, like you said, like some things that you don't agree with necessarily. Not that they're wrong. You just may not agree with them. It may not be your parenting style. So it, it will be some potential uh, conversations about what's right and what's quote unquote wrong. And, and, and the views of you guys. How how do you think a conversation would be with Suge right now if you had to, if she had to tell you about her upbringing, how she was raised, and, and what she would say about your, you know, the good things you did versus the bad things you did versus, like, if they said, what's the most important thing your father taught you? What what do you think she'd say? Um, that's a great question that I didn't prepare for because we don't have it on paper. So <laughs> we gotta go off yeah. script sometimes. Uh, I mean, I don't expect you to know. What no, do you, what I don't, do you, okay, um, what do you think? The most important thing you've taught your daughter is? Um, I mean, clearly she's hella successful. She's a 23-year-old college graduate yeah. doing her thing right now, living her best life. Right. So you've done, pat, pat on your back, but you've done your me. job. Word up. Um, most important thing she would have got from me is uh, 
I don't know, man. Um, perseverance. I was gonna, I was gonna say resiliency. Like yeah. Sugar, sugar's like yeah, perseverance, man. Like, you know, I mean, it doesn't get much more. I mean, I guess it, 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 there's always a worse um, situation, but it doesn't get for me at the time more challenging than being a damn freshman in high school with a with a child. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, and she saw what I was able to accomplish with. All those factors, you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. So if nothing else, actually, you know, I'll take that back. The the most important thing she got from me that I feel is an example. That's what I think. Like of what a good guy looks like, you know what I mean. Like I wasn't when she was coming up. One thing I never did is um, introduce her to girls unless they were serious. So I think that's that's. So you when you mentioned that example thing, it took me back to this uh, uh, Slim and uh, Slim and Todd, their daughter mm -hmm. Sierra. Um, I just remember, like, my, you know, my flag football team is just yeah. all, all like good dudes, good fathers. Yeah. So I think Sierra was doing a book report or something. I remember talking to tomorrow, and she was like, her, like the the she was reading a book, I think, and the the black men in the book were the thugs and yada yada yada. She's like, Mom, like, where where are these guys at? Like, I don't know any of these. I've That's never dope. seen these guys. That's you know what I'm saying? And yeah. it was like, yo, because her father only had her around, like. Right. Good quality, you know, good dads and good men. So she's yeah, like, and her dad yeah. been through some stuff too. Not words. That's so, another episode. So, um, at the, so it, it, again, that that example, like providing that example for your kids, is is, is yeah. like super and, super. And cool. and with that, she's able to see through the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. she she's not falling for, you know, the and the, the like like Sierra. She's not around these types of people, but. She's not falling for the dope boy who got a couple dollars. No, right. So, you know what I'm saying? I was talking to uh, MJ's mom recently, and she was like, we, we was talking about the, that scene in Bad Boys with Martin and, and Will. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? Who, who, who the hell is Reggie? Reggie? Yeah. Right, right, right. And she's like, I can totally see you and Bella doing that. I'm like, you know what? I can too. However, I don't think we'll have to because my daughter will know who to bring home. Nah, word, man. You know what like, I'm saying? Like, she'll know what type of guy her father's going to accept or just what type of guy that's worth... Worthy enough to bring yeah. home, you know what I'm saying? And it's crazy because when she tells me she has a boyfriend, like, not that I think that they're this dog, I never think that, but I'm always like, you know, you're protecting more, right? right? right. And you'll go through it in a couple of years, but no, um, don't put that on me. <laughs> um, but it's like, and everybody she brings, not everybody, she's only had two boyfriends, but the, the, the two guys she brought, I'm like, these are really good yeah, dudes, yeah, like, yeah. they're nothing like me at their age. Then again, you. We could put on a good front at that age too, like. Yeah, but but one of them I hired, so like <laughs> I, I know he was actually a good dude. Um, and like, hey, like boys are gonna be boys, and I get that. But what, like, you're not. When I say good kid, I mean they're not disrespecting her, and not right. that she would take that anyway. Right. They're not. Then they're damn sure not putting their hands on her. Like everybody knows that. Yeah. But um, yeah, but um, but yeah, like it was. They were good kids, and I, and I'm like. I remember sitting one of our boyfriends down. Again, again, they're not us. And I was sitting, I sat him down. And I was like, look, man, I've been where you are. I said, my last relationship, I, I was around your age and I should have let it go because I was in these streets. So I said, if that's what you want to do, I don't knock you for it, but leave her out of it. Just cut it off with her, go have your fun, and then you can come back to this relationship and then maybe it'll work. And he was looking at me like, I had two heads, and he was just like, "Is it?" It's like that never crossed my mind. Like, and I'm, and I'm just like, I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, I know it did. Just don't worry about it. But then it's like, I was talking like a foreign language to him. And it was crazy, you know what I'm saying? I was like, damn. 
I got to fall back, man, because these dudes ain't like me. You know what I mean? At least the one she's brought by so far. We'll see about the next one. Nah, but I think it's good to be because you still got you still got relative youth left in these kids. You could drop gems on these youngins. No, no, yeah, yeah. So that's that's the good thing about like you mean we not the old head fathers. No, right. We we can adapt and adjust to the times and be able to communicate with these youngins. Let them know, like, listen, man, this is my baby girl, and right, you know, all that other good stuff that comes with that conversation. Yeah, man, it's 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 an interesting dynamic, man. With both of us raising girls, um, I mean, you and us, and hell, even Ty, you know, all y'all, we all got girls. Brandon, yeah, we all got girls. Right, yeah, right. so, you know, I'll charge y'all. I don't want to charge y'all that much for the game. You know what I'm saying? No, you know, I was just, what, going, what, I was just get, about to say, to I got to lean on you a little while, man. My daughter's starting to get the little nuggets, you know what I'm saying? I'm just, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's scary, B. Like, I don't know what to do. Like, I'm I'm dead Like I'm dead nervous about when the, when that, when the dot come. I'm like, I'm hoping yeah. she with her moms on that on that day. Yeah, like, yeah Brie was with her, uh, with my mom. I mean, I'm, I'm yeah. just, I'm not, I'm not ready for that. Like, I don't know what to do, man. Like, I'm, and, and she's growing so fast. And she's so, so, she's so smart. And like, she's, she's like doing her own hair now. Yeah. She got these, she don't got the real nails. She got like stickers that she puts on her nails. And they're not like press on, they're right. like literal stickers for her little nails. And she's just trying to, you know, she's growing up and it's, just, it's, it's the scariest thing, man. That's really, crazy. Really is. But she's a, she's a good big sister to her brothers. Her brothers are the stereotypical little boys, you know what I mean? Tearing shit up all the time and. We'll wait and see what that develop, how they develop. But I just feel like I need to say this, and it's kind of off the cuff and uh, kind of out of nowhere. We don't hang out with deadbeat dads. No, no. Absolutely I just, I just felt like I needed to say that. No, 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 no. no. Like, not even like a little bit. Yeah, and if you are hanging out with deadbeat dads, you need to reevaluate your circle. Unless you're just in a circle of deadbeat dads. Unless you are a deadbeat dad. And we welcome all listeners, so don't get me wrong. Right. The deadbeat dads maybe could listen and do something about it, but you see I'm over here struggling with my daddy issue, so yeah. don't do that to your kids. Right, right. <laughs> and, this, and this is like best case scenario. Like <laughs> your, your kid could be doing life right now if you don't <laughs> spend some time with him. <laughs> so, oh, man. Yeah, shout out to the good dads out there, man. For real. What's good our next episode? We just talked about current events. Uh, oh, we are going to do that. The current, another PTSD too, I guess. You know what I'm saying? With what's going on in the, in the world today. Yeah. Um, it's crazy too because there was another killing right after that in Atlanta, after George yeah. Floyd. Yeah. yeah. Which I, I, I literally didn't even see the video yet. I saw like the freeze frame. The George Floyd joint? No, no, no. The, I don't want to mess up his name. The guy in Atlanta. Aubrey. I'm a, no, I'm no, a, no, no, no. The dude that got killed at the Wendy's. By the cops. Oh, uh, um, Somebody like Rashad or... Yeah, I don't have... I can't remember his name. I yeah, I can't remember, remember his name either. But I, yeah. I, I purposely the stayed away from it. The unfortunate part about that is you can't remember his name because there's so many. Right, right, right. Which we can definitely touch on. But as far as the final thought today, guys, uh, kids are dope. And uh, the way things are shaping up, it will be our kids who saved this country. Don't be so hard on ourselves as parents. These kids are resilient and they'll figure it out. For sure, for sure. Just to stay on them, stay active. Um, monitor, monitor your responses to to the tense moments. Find a lesson in it and teach that. It's my my suggestion, just because there's a lesson in everything. It's oftentimes as parents we get so caught up in the why and what happened that we right. forget. You know what I mean? We 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 want to school versus teach the lesson. So I'm yeah. I'm, I'm very I'm very very big on on finding the lesson and and, and teaching that. Yeah, do what I do. Take a nap. You find yourself getting worked up, take a nap. You you wake up with a clear head. At least I do. 
And if you're having trouble taking naps when you're faced with these situations, get a sleep coach. <laughs> Don't get no damn sleep coach. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know they made them. Like, <laughs> man, listen, man. Lo got a coach for everything. You hear me? Sleep like, coach. she don't be playing. She change this to push-ups, man. Go sleep yeah, himself. Man. Like, word up. I, yeah, I guess me, him falling asleep on my chest is, uh, nah, we're not supposed to be doing that, apparently. So, yeah. more to come on that, man. We, we, we might be talking about uh, uh, baby sleep habits in one of the episodes. <laughs> we'll get back to y'all. <laughs> we not doing that. Nevertheless, man, we hope you enjoyed the episode. You got any questions, comments, complaints, or concerns, hit us up, all black men need therapy at gmail.com. We got an Instagram page, all black men need therapy. Follow us, send us some notes, slide the DMs on the on the on the Instagram page, whatever you want to do. This has been episode three. Do us all a favor and hug a black man today and tomorrow. Oh, 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 oh,